0: Welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I am one of your remote hosts, who's not actually at a beach, Sean Boyle, and with me is? Ashley Mark, who's
1: not actually scuba diving, I guess.
0: Is that what it looks like I'm doing? You're able to hold your breath really well underwater.
1: (laughs) I was a swimmer, remember?
0: That's right, that's right. So welcome to the half-hour radio program, which... Occasionally, usually thanks to a wonderful partnership with the St. Louis County School Board as a television program, and we are trying to do that through the use of video and Zoom, which could end up being a complete disaster. folks.
1: <laughs> we're not really sure if, if the uh, precursor to going live is any uh, indication of what's going to happen, then we're in for a real surprise.
0: So typically when we do the radio program, or I'm sorry, when we do the television show, we have these fancy graphics, right? So if you're listening to the radio program, it's again, Sundays at 10 AM on 104.5 The Flame, but we are also going to broadcast this television show on our Facebook page at Children's Services Council, St. Lucie County. So if you're wondering what these radio show face look like, you can jump to Facebook and be scared at least on one (laughs) side of the screen. Um, But, because we don't have, I was graphics, gonna surprise. <laughs> be
1: surprised.
0: Be surprised, okay. but surprise. I have right. graphics for. So let me. I'm gonna hold the graphic up while I explain what the show is. So oh. the purpose oh. of our radio show, oh, no. television show, you can't is, do that. is the. Can you see it? Oh, I can't do it. No, okay. you you disappear. <laughs> it's hold on. It's to connect listeners and viewers uh to resources in the community. Now we at the Children's Services Council, despite not knowing what we're doing with Zoom. Uh, there we go. There we, we go. Have, we uh, do five things for our community besides our own graphics. And those five things are, one, <laughs> to make sure every baby a healthy baby, two, to stop child abuse before it happens, three, to keep kids off the streets, four, to keep them in school, and five, to keep them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors by offering programs and resources to all families in our community we call St. Lucie County. And we even do that in our new virtual world. We do. It's,
1: it's super exciting, isn't it? Um, and, you know, we talk all the time on the radio show about those programs. And I think even most recently, we've been talking about specifically what some of those programs are doing in this sort of post-COVID environment. Um, but all of the information for our funded programs is available on our website at bsbslc.org. And you can find that many different ways. You can find it on Facebook and link to our page there. Um, we share a lot of information from our uh, from our website to our Facebook page, so you can always link back there. But we, we have a specific page on our website that's called COVID-19. And I wanted to point that out because John Caesar in our office, not really in our office, but <laughs> John, who works for us, um, has been doing a lot of work to compile resources on that page to make sure that even if it's outside of our funded programs, you have access to the information that you need for your family right now, and there's a lot of information on that page that that covers all kinds of different subjects.
0: You know, I, I we're gonna have to kind uh, of have to have a word with our graphics department because there is no <laughs> website on here. I apologize for that.
1: There's not. I mean, geez, uh, That's you know,
0: okay. it's okay.
1: I feel like I feel like our long-term, long-time listeners will can probably say it in their
0: sleep. So. I, I think hope we're so. okay. I hope so. So you did mention uh, on our website when you jump in there, and it's weird. I, I'm just, you know, I'm getting in the weeds here, but I don't know which screen to look at. I don't know if I should be looking at you, the camera, <laughs> or me. <laughs> but so if I look like I'm darting around, because I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, I think that it's important for our listeners to know when they go to our website and they click on that COVID-19, obviously we're, we're putting together a lot of resources that are on there a lot of even just above and beyond just children and families things. But I do want to mention something that I don't think we've talked about on the radio show yet, which is what we're doing as a children's services council to help our community and our families through COVID-19 pandemic reality. And so if I can real quick, and I notice I'm talking with my hands, uh, that (laughs) that, that this is very, makes you very self-conscious. So, we have joined on a, with a, uh, a bunch of other funders, the United Way of St. Lucie County, who's a great partner, the Community Foundation of Martin St. Lucie, Allegheny, Bank of America, Cleveland Clinic, Impact 100, and a couple of other ones. Um, and we have started a COVID-19 Relief and Recovery Fund for agencies to, if they need funds because they're trying to serve the population during this pandemic and they need extra money, they can apply to this fund um, it's a universal application and then each individually, all the funders decide what they might want to fund. And a lot of it is kind of boiling down to basic needs, you know, food, rent, utilities for programs to help the community, as well as we're seeing a lot of technology pushes because a lot of people are going to have to go or are going to a telehealth model or a zoom model, which is what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm proud to say that that coalition or that uh, Collaborative has given out over $300,000 worth of funding to help nonprofits help families in St. Lucie County, and the Children's Services Council has stepped to the plate. I believe our total is about $120,000, $130,000.
1: Yeah, and it's really interesting. I think one of the things that's been really cool about that is that Um, people in our funded programs are really thinking outside the box and figuring out ways to serve the families that either they have been serving for a long time to to make sure that that service is continued or to identify the families that are really struggling that maybe aren't currently receiving services and how to to get to them. And there's, you know, lots of different examples for ways that that's been done. I think one of the coolest ones that we've talked about recently is um, the roundtables, Ignite Youth Alliance was really, you know, they, their model is based on mentorship and they really value the face-to-face communication that they have with the people who are enrolled in their program. And outside of being able to see them, um, they figured out a way that they could host these virtual tournaments with them. So, you know, it, that I think was something really cool that they came up with for a way to stay involved with the kids and keep those relationships going.
0: Sorry, I know I, I don't want you to think that I'm not looking at you. My phone's buzzing. We have a special <laughs> guest that's going to be popping in, so they were so asking if we were ready. I so I, you know, the cat's <laughs> knocking on the door trying to get in. It's very distracting, but I do want to <laughs> say, in regards to what the roundtable is doing, and I do think that's very creative. I broke out uh, NBA Two K nineteen, and I will not be playing because I was terrible at it.
1: <laughs> so you're not good. <laughs>
0: No, I'm not good. So we have, uh, we can't have a radio show or a community connections without a special guest, and and they popped on our screen. Our special guest is it's with so us. So fun.
2: Uninvited, they just pop on. Yeah,
0: I heard you can. I heard you can pay hundred dollars to get like a llama to drop on, but uh, what? Yeah, you haven't heard I that.
1: every penny of that, right, Ashley? <laughs> Well, I'm
0: in for a llama. I we were in. fortunate that we didn't have to pay to have you drop in. We have <laughs> Teresa Aronson from the Chamber on.
2: Should have charged now. I mean, if the llama's going for a hundred,
0: <laughs> right, right, you could at least get fifty, right? So, see, what
2: kind of wedding banter does the llama have?
0: <laughs> well, let's see how this goes, and then we'll figure out your pay your pay level.
2: Uh, it's a reimbursement schedule, I see. I got this.
0: So we're fortunate today to have on our Community Connections Radio and possibly TV show, we may or may not air this depending how it goes, uh, we have the uh, CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, a good friend of ours, uh, an honored champion for children from St. Lucie County, Ms. Trissa Aronson.
2: Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me, Ashley, Sean. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, you know, there's nobody better to try this this crazy scenario out with than you.
0: <laughs> We're just happy you could fit us in on your busy Zoom schedule.
2: I am Zooming a lot, and it, the sad thing is I haven't learned anything since my first Zoom. <laughs> I just am like, oh, look, <laughs> there I am <laughs> on the computer.
0: <laughs> so we wanted, to talk, we, wanted yeah. to, we wanted to spend some time talking about what the Chamber's doing, because obviously... You know, while we talk a lot about families and children, obviously on this show, you know, a lot of our nonprofits that we work with, they're, they're small businesses. Yeah. And that is the heart of St. Lucie County. And that's really the heart of the impact of this COVID-19 right now. Obviously we're making sure, and we're doing all that we can. I, I'm doing these demonstrations with my hands, realizing nobody can see it, but you have to six at least each, of hand. six feet away. And, you know, we're doing what we can, but the real impact is the fact that people can't frequent businesses right now. Um, So we thought it would be a good opportunity, a a good timing to have the chamber come on to talk about kind of what you've been doing. I know we have a partnership that we're working on that's been successful, but you've got, you're starting to outline like a plan on what you're going to do to make sure that businesses stay connected.
2: Well, (laughs) I don't know if it's a plan or more of I'll try anything. That's a plan. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> then I have a one heck of a plan. Um, you know, I knew going into this, and it was a hard decision for, I'm sure, the people that had to make it. But it's doing a stay, stay in place, a shelter in place, stay at home that is going to cease all foot traffic into small businesses. And you may not think so, but just walking in there and getting a coffee and the bagel in the morning is keeping these people going. They depend on that. And if you're not out walking around, you're not going to walk in and get your coffee and bagel. So our restaurants are going to get hit the hardest. But the reality is, is that trickles through all of our small business, even, you know, service industries, AC people. All of this stuff isn't getting utilized when we're staying at home. Um, the only thing that there, there's an increase of is toilet paper usage, as you all know, and uh, that's because we're home 24 hours a day, and we have nobody in St. Lucie County that processes toilet paper, unfortunately.
0: Although I've got to stop you right there for a second. Is it, really, <laughs> is it really usage that's gone up, or is it just the hoarding of it that's gone up?
2: Well, for sure, for sure, the hoarding does exist. I have seen it, it is true, but you know, you think about it, um, typically we're out traveling through the community and in the coffee shop with their industrial ply, you know, toilet vapor and we spoil ourselves at home <laughs> and say so we're home all day long. Right, Ashley? Three kids. Yes. Listen, uh, there are five people in my house, so
1: I feel yes. that deep in my soul.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, never in the history of this show, when we say we are going to do Community Connections, did I ever think that we would talk about the strength of toilet paper.
2: <laughs> hey. Well, clearly it's, you've not it's been an all about the ply right now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, but Teresa, like, you bring up a, you know, an interesting point, like, we could have never assumed what was going to happen. We could have never guessed what the impact was going to be. And I think we are starting to, to see from what's happening, um, how our small businesses are being impacted. I know we, with our small business challenge that we're going to talk about, we had um, not only uh, one of the restaurants that we wanted to partner with had a catastrophe Um, But they also had a shutdown right after. So, I mean, we just really could have never anticipated some of the impacts that these small businesses are feeling.
2: No, I mean, how do you? None of us have ever lived through a pandemic. And, um, you know, we heard about this weird flu coming from China. And next thing you know, we're hoarding toilet paper and small businesses are shuttering their doors. And who would have thought that could ever happen? And then, but that goes to the response. What is the appropriate response? We're all sort of guessing here, aren't we? Because we haven't lived through it. I could have never nailed the hoarding items that people chose. But that is the reality of the situation. So anything that we do, myself and my counterparts, is sort of a guessing game. And that's why I say, you know, I'll try anything. Because I want to do something that is effective. And we've seen through um, our partnership, the big uh, challenge, small business. Did I say it right?
1: Backwards, but you're
2: good. (laughs) So bad about that. (laughs) I'm a mental block, but... Um, we've seen that that has made a huge difference. Our restaurants have reached out to us, and they have said, you know we our sales really spiked, and that little bit um, has really helped and I'm sure on your end, giving that a thousand dollars to those nonprofits has made a huge difference so so no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter what resources we're, we really are working with all of our partners to try them try them all you know. I um, am doing something with you guys and I appreciate that so much. I love that challenge. And then I'm going to uh, venture into doing something with tourism development because we really got a rebound there and we're trying to do some staycations because we feel people are going to be reluctant to travel far. And, um, you know, FPNL is going to partner with us with some webinars for small businesses because I think that they they're not sure where to turn either. There's a lot of information out there about PPPs and disaster loans and SBA. And, but they're not really sure how to navigate those waters. And so anywhere we can help, you know, we, we definitely want to be a part of that.
0: I think one of the strengths of the chamber outside of pandemic is the fact that because while our community continues to grow, we're still, we still kind of have that small community feel, if you will. And so it's not unusual, you know, for, you know, businesses, you know, all variety to be connected somehow and to use each other and to support each other. And that was really the strength or one of the major strengths of the chamber is you facilitate that, the bringing, the coming together and, and networking and connecting obvious and not obvious partners and, and so now that we can't gather, I think it's really smart of you to make that happen in our new reality.
2: You mean our, our virtual networking that yeah. we're going to be doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that selfishly, I really could use some, some interaction with the others. You know, I've been in isolation a long time, and I never would have thought that I'd miss it this quickly because I thought, oh, this is a great break, but I really miss people. <laughs> And so, um, all my webinars are so serious. I mean, they're they're great information, but they're so serious. You know, I've been on calls with governor and uh, the Florida Chamber and learning about loans. And I really could use a little levity myself. And I think that maybe other people can as well. So, we're just going to go ahead and forge... A, a new way of getting together and try this out, and it could be just like a hundred barking dogs and everybody talking over each other. But well, like I said, we're gonna try it.
0: <laughs> so, so if, if somebody's watching or listening, and, and God bless you if you're watching, if you're, if you're watching this show right now, and, yeah. and you're interested in finding out all that you're gonna offer, because it sounds like from conversations both today and other ones that you're going to have like a whole weekly calendar of multiple things happening that people can jump in and out of at any time.
2: We are um, for chamber members. The webinars are for chamber members only because those are uh, an audience with like this next week is Congressman Mask, Congressman Brian Mast and, um the business goal is also really we're hoping for for members only. We say that, but we don't want you to have to put in a password and all that kind of great stuff. So you could sort of just click on. And then um we're gonna Facebook live some of our Zoom calls with that are typically talk shows like you and I do all in. Um we're gonna zoom live that to well, we're gonna try. Are you zoom live? <laughs> are you Facebook living right now with this?
0: Look, oh, no, no, we're not we're, that brave. <laughs> we're, lucky, we're lucky that we can see each other. We're not ready to take that down. <laughs>
2: I'm not any further along in the process, believe me, but I'm, we're just going to try it anyway. Because tomorrow is our very first uh, Facebook Live Zoom. So, uh, actually, we did one with the Port St. Lucie mayor, but his team took care of it. Tomorrow, we're on our own. But, yeah, so we've got things that we're going to be doing on social media, you know, continually. We want people to know that we're still here. We're not, you're not alone. We're going to try to give you some, some piece of your old life and hope that it it fills some void for right now because it's the best we can do.
0: So do you have any advice for, you know, let's say there's small businesses out there that are maybe obviously struggling or, I mean, is there, is there a, is there a resource that they can go to or someone they can call or, or, I know, for example, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the care stimulus and the PPP program, and I know you've gone through that, but is there any general advice? Because I know, you know, some of our listeners, you know, they work for small businesses.
2: They do. Well, the reality is, and I, you know, um, this might not be the most positive reality, but if you're not in that process by now, it might be a little late. Um, but I'm not saying don't do it. You, you definitely want to get into that process still. And, and the government can, says they're out of money, and then they find new money. And then, you know, so get in the process, get in the queue, see if you can't get some aid for your business. But we do have resources on our website, um, stlucychamber.org. It's stlucychamber.org. There's a resource tab for individuals seeking services. That links to 211. one um, As you know, you're partners with 211. They really are the best resource for for individuals. Very good. Oh, oh, wow. Wow.
0: Look, look, we we may not be Facebooking live, but we have live graphics.
2: they see that. You're so prepared, Ashley. I just, I really, no props.
0: Ashley, Ashley's not in my picture.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I know. I know that's what I was talking about. I'm so shocked. But you know, two one one is really such a great resource, and I don't see any reason we have very limited staffing and limited resources as most nonprofits do. So I'm not. I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I will piggyback off the expertise of two one one in this instance. And so um, our resource page just links directly to theirs. And then we have one that we partnered with the Economic Development Council and they've put together a great resource page as well. And that has um, direct links to all of these different available loans and um, programs. If you really feel lost and you've read all these email blasts and things that have come out and maybe even sat through some webinars and you still feel a little confused, um, I encourage you to call me. I'm going through the process myself. We can talk it out together. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I can certainly talk it through with you and make sure that we point you in the right direction. So, um, the chamber's open. You can call our office anytime, uh, Monday through Friday between nine and, and four typically. And it's 772-595-9999, But I, I would be happy to talk to you personally.
0: So, uh, there's one thing I've learned by on doing a radio show for nine years. You can't say that number that fast. So, it's so,
1: really it, easy. Yeah,
0: it's the only thing I've learned in nine years. <laughs> so, so can you repeat it again just a yes. tad bit slower?
2: It's in our area code. So it's 777. <laughs> but it's 595 five, and then four nines. Nine, 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 nine. 595. Nine, five. So there's only two numbers you have to know. Five and nine. <laughs> Work,
0: <laughs> I'm making it, it so <laughs> no, much It is a relatively <laughs> so, easy number. Yeah. five now nine five nine 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 nine. Yes, yes,
1: yes. You'll never forget that now. Teresa, I did just want to say quickly, you know, I, I applaud you for what you guys are doing to reach out to small businesses in our community. I think Sean and I have had conversations with other children's services councils across the state and how they interact with their small business community, with their chamber of commerce, and nobody has a chamber like we do. And I think we're really grateful for the partnership that you've given to us, but I know that our small businesses are grateful for what you guys do for them as well.
2: Oh, thank you. And we honestly... Our partnership is a, definitely a two-way street, for sure. I mean, we really do try to find ways to help each other because we understand. And and way back when, when we when I first learned about Children's Services Council, I really saw the impact on our economy that it had. And I'm not sure our business members understood that. So it's been my pleasure to really bring that to the forefront that the children's civil services council is, an, is its own little economic engine that we need here in St. Lucie County. And I'm so happy that I do feel businesses truly believe that.
0: Yeah. And, it, and it, it's interesting because when, when we start to come out of this pandemic and we kind of start loosening and people can go to businesses or, you know, you know, we can go out in public again and all that stuff. You know, it's not going to be like, we're not going to flip a switch and all of a sudden we can do what we used to do. It's going to be this gradual uh, segue in and, and it's going to have an impact. Our world is going to impact the business world. I was, I was explaining this to uh, somebody that was doing an economic analysis to, to say that a lot of the after school programs, a lot of the summer programs, a lot of the childcare are going to be impacted by the smaller ratios. So there's going to be less access for summer camps, after school programs, and child care as businesses start to go back to normal. So while people can go back to work, there may not be as many slots for kids to go. So we have to work hand in hand as we start to go back to whatever our new normal may be.
2: No, you're absolutely right. That was part of the whole education process that small business didn't understand that the programs that you fund are affecting their day-to-day operations in terms of child care and and, and many, many more things. So, but you're absolutely right. I think there will be a shortage. Um, It will happen gradually. So hopefully we can maintain at the appropriate speed. But if we just opened up the doors tomorrow, I think you're right. We'd have some issues with finding placement for all of these kids whose parents have to go back to work.
0: Yeah. So we, we kind of, we have about eight minutes left in the show. Um, I think anyway, if I did the math right. So, uh, <laughs> so, which may be off, trust me. So
2: Is it an exact, like, are you just going to get a blank screen if you go over?
0: Oh, I, no. I hope, gosh, I hope no. not. I didn't even think uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're new at this. So I wanted to spend uh, just a couple minutes talking about, in the right order, small business, big challenge. Uh, <laughs> does, do any of you two want to ex- take a shot at trying to explain it to our <laughs> listeners and viewers? Yeah. Well, we we've talked about it for the last couple
1: of weeks on um, the radio show, and I think really it was just a a really smart idea that I I'm assuming the two of you coordinated <laughs> to come up
0: with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mostly. Oh, sad, right? um,
0: uh, no. No. But. Not
1: uh, I, no, I, that's true. You can you can own that. Come on, yeah. but um, I think it's been really fun um, for me to be on the the end that we are because um, what we're basically doing is the chamber is identifying a small business, um, generally a restaurant lately, um, that that we partner with one of our funded program partners and. Any revenue that's generated from that business that day, on our specific day, is matched by the Children's Services Council up to $1,000. And we're making that donation directly to the program, Um, to support whatever it is that they need right now. I know from talking with some of them, a lot of them have used that to support their virtual learning, their virtual classes, whatever it is that they're doing. Um, Some of them are using it for emergency funds to give directly to individuals that they're working with. Um, So it's been really great. We have heard too from the small businesses, from the restaurants that we've worked with that... Um, I'll I'll speak specifically for Taco Dive because that was one we talked to the owners specifically. They said in that single day, our challenge day, they did more business takeout than they had since the COVID crisis started in one day, um, which is awesome for them. And we know that that helps them um, and it helps us. And I think it makes all of us feel good, too, like we're doing something to support a nonprofit and a business. So it's really been a really fun, um, really impactful thing.
0: And yeah, it, it's it's nice to, you know, you can simply order online, go pick up the food and feel like you're making a difference. And it's been great. And we're very grateful uh, to be able to partner with the chamber on this.
2: We're grateful to have you guys um, supporting both our businesses and, and helping out some nonprofits. And I did want to mention that there's, restaurants that we pick Oftentimes, people are like, well, pick a small restaurant, you know, local restaurant. But the reality is, is we are, we're picking local owners. If it's a franchise, then they're a local owner. So, you know, we haven't done Chick-fil-A or anything where they don't franchise. These people are local people that live and work in this community, and they just happen to to, um, own a Jimmy John's. And so, and a lot of them, we tried to pick the ones that give back on a regular basis first. Jimmy John's is always ready to give back. Uh, Texas Roadhouse has been giving back since they got here, and um, and so we really try to to pick people that we think are deserving of it. But we they have to be local; they have to and be a local that's
0: owner. That's chicken. Yes. Yes.
2: I'm so excited re- about one.
0: So, real quick, we've got like 30 seconds left because I did the math wrong while we were talking. I realized. <laughs> oops. <laughs> so, real quick, my last Three. graphic. <laughs> we need to oh, make you have sure. a smart,
1: more graphics.
0: We need to make sure, particularly Fort Pierce, I'm gonna call them out because I've been tracking the the response rate and Fort Pierce is behind the curve. So if you live in the city of Fort Pierce, if you got the notification, please go log in, fill out your census information. It takes, I think like five minutes to do.
2: If that, less, yeah. I think less. Yeah, it was so fast. Um, I have a question. So we're going to be telling them at Facts, too when they come to pick up their uh, takeout to so please make sure that they've filled out their census. And um, so that's why we pe- we picked that particular restaurant because it's in the neighborhood that we know is under reporting right now. And we right. want to make sure. And remember people, everybody that isn't counted, I think it's what, $2,400 or
0: so?
2: $1,500. Well, let's just tell people twenty four.
0: dollars we need sounds, we need everybody to fill it out all right i gotta i gotta wrap up the show here i think we're a little over just a reminder that it's maybe a monthly television show maybe but but you can find this show every sunday at 10 a.m on 1045 the flame community connections thank you trisa for coming on thank you for holding your breath that long ashley in your aquarium you got it <laughs> and remember it's our children our community our future We're all in this together. We'll see you next time.